Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. What a day it has been, folks. What a day it has been indeed having the Arkansas Razorback Game 1 be announced officially uh, in dealing with the, the Week 1 of the schedule. And actually, at the time of the recording of this, uh, we will know at least it's about 30 minutes beforehand of what the actual schedule will be. But the problem is, is why I didn't want to wait until after to do this was because uh, Sam Pittman's meeting with the media on Zoom conference at 6.30, and they, they can't do the press conference without me, obviously. Uh, so uh, I'm having to do this at this time. So there's just a lot of things been going on today, and it's been a crazy day. But that's what makes this fun is because we're actually having some college football to talk about, and uh, uh, dealing with that. Not only that, but also the the fun things dealing as as Razorback fan and all that great stuff. So, anyways, appreciate all of you that are tuning in and watching this. Is uh, we can just jump right into it and, and talk about it. Arkansas game one, September 26 against the mighty Georgia Bulldogs. This game will be played in Fayetteville in Razorback Stadium in front of a crowd of anywhere between uh, 16 or 17,000 people. I haven't really decided exactly what the capacity will be, but, you know, I, I'm going to take a different approach on this. A lot of people were, were complaining, whining, like, why does the SEC hate us? I've even seen a few of you comment in there, and I'm going to be honest. Like, at first, when I saw this, I'm like, classic. Like, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't this be the case? Why wouldn't Arkansas have to deal with Georgia game one? It's all part of it. It's just the, the furthering of the screw job that the SEC continues to give our, our poor Razorbacks. Like, it's, just, it's just so, so amazing. And when I – that was my first reaction. But when I started thinking about it, stay with me on this, I actually believe – that if you were going to play Georgia, which we know Arkansas had to do it, I would rather play them in game one. I would rather play the better opponents earlier in the season. And it's not because I feel like Arkansas will actually win the game. Don't get me wrong on that. I don't feel like Arkansas is just, they're just too overmatched in this game. But what I do believe is that Arkansas being able to play a team like Georgia in game one, where Sam Pittman's never coached before at this level, like knowing all these factors, I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know, this does nothing but benefit Arkansas. Now, again, it doesn't benefit them enough to win the game because I still don't believe they'll do that. But if you think about it, game one for Georgia in year, what is this, year four of Kirby Smart? Year four or five? I think it's five. Anyways, he's well into his tenure at, at Georgia. All right? There's no, like, they know what he's capable of. They know what the expectation is. The expectation is to win the SEC title. They, uh, they, they've done it before, but, you know, it's still all about Bama and Georgia and all that good stuff, right? But that's, that's their expectation this year. Georgia is to win the SEC, go to the college football playoff. All the pressure is on them. And think of it from the Arkansas perspective. Arkansas is coming off of, arguably the worst two-year stretch of any SEC team in the history of the conference. They have not won an SEC game since 2017. 
They've only won 11 SEC games since, since 2012. Man, that's just terrible to think about. But anyway, it's been a long time, and it's been a rough go for Arkansas. But now that there's some, some optimism under Sam Pittman and the staff and some of the additions you have, of course, with Felipe Franks and, and all of that, now the expectation becomes for Arkansas of, you know, it's been so bad over the past few years that just, just try to be competitive. You know, just don't embarrass yourselves. Don't embarrass the fans. Don't, don't just get run out of the gym or run off the field in this case by a team that's, that's pretty good, but, you know, at least show that you're worthy of being on that field. Like, that's honestly what the whole expectation for Arkansas is. You know, just to put it bluntly, like, we'd all like to win. We'd all like to see the team do great. Of course we would. But if you're living in reality, you also understand that there are some limitations that you have. And knowing those limitations... It's about you just taking that next step forward. Georgia's already at that step. In fact, any step below the highest of expectations, like winning the SEC, anything below that is considered a failure. And for Arkansas, anything that's even short, like just shows some sort of reasonable look of an actual Power 5 college football team and we're, we're gravy, baby. Like, we're good. We're, that, that's what we want to see. That's that next step. Before we continue on my reaction to the Arkansas Razorback game one against the Georgia Bulldogs in Fayetteville, I got to tell you about rockauto.com, folks. It's, it's something where I know you hear about it a lot. But the reason that it is so successful is because people are starting to work on their vehicles more themselves. They're starting to really... To take into consideration the COVID-19, need to find things to do. And so why not start working on your car yourself? It's not that difficult, especially when you have rockauto.com to help you a lot of way, along the way. It's a family business and it's been serving auto part customers online for 20 years. And you can go there and you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and it is the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. So why would you spend to twice as much for the same parts going to some big box store? You wouldn't. You'd go to rockauto.com and do it right now, and you'll be able to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to like <clears throat> write in Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you here. Amazing selection and reliably low prices. All the car parts you will ever need. That is rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. So for Arkansas, it, it, like I saw the early uh, uh, spread on them was 24 points. They have Georgia favored by 24 points, which I think is fair. In fact, I even called it out as saying, like, I was going to say 23 and a half. But 24 points. You have Arkansas as 24-point dogs. Anything that's less than that, I'll be happy with. I don't know about you. Maybe I'm wrong. But just think about it. If Arkansas only lost to Georgia in game one in Fayetteville in Sam Pittman's first year by 17, just throw a number out there. Say they lost by a final score of 34 to 17. Just put it out there. I feel like almost every Razorback fan would be like, good effort, good job. I mean, we have to see how the game went. But I think most Razorback fans, they wouldn't be like pumped up, excited, like, hey, national championship, here we come. 
But I think most Razorback fans will be reasonable enough to say, all right, well, that's better than what we would have seen over the past few years, and we like the effort, and especially in year one, so let's find a way to build on this. Like, that, that's all it is. And so when you're going, to, going up against a team like Georgia, for you to have that mentality and for, for Coach Sam Pittman to, to be in that position where he's like, he wants to win, he's a competitor, and this is not for them to say, this is for me to say. You know he's going to go in there with house money. Like, what is it? What do we got to lose? What, we're going to, like, if we lose to Georgia by four touchdowns, is anyone just going to say fire Sam Pittman? No. Is anybody going to want to start chanting out, you know, flying banners around the, the stadium saying fire Sam Pittman? Of course not. What it's going to be is that people are going to say, hey, you know, it, it's, it's year one. It's a tough go. Arkansas has not been that good. And Georgia is one of the best teams in the country. Now, if Arkansas gets blown out 56 to nothing in game one, okay, not really going to get anybody pumped up for the rest of the year. But knowing the expectation that Georgia has, knowing that they're the ones that had this system in place and has been going through this whole routine year in and year out, spring camp, spring practice and fall camp, going through it all, the, all over again, for them to get thrown out of their routine, it might impact them negatively. Where if you're Arkansas, it's hard to get knocked out of your routine if you've never had one. It's hard to get knocked out of your, uh, your, 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 the way you go and approach the game and how you game plan and how you practice when you haven't really done it. So, it's again, I, I like the fact that they're going to play Georgia early in the season. Again, we'll find out here in just a few minutes of this recording of what Arkansas' schedule officially looks like. But... I think it's fine, and I'm looking forward to seeing how this all goes down. I'm looking forward to seeing how Sam Pittman approaches it, and who knows? I, I'm not wishing it upon anybody. Uh, you know, people can make their choices, but, you know, if Arkansas had a full roster and everyone was healthy and ready to go, and Georgia just happens to have a few players that opt out or maybe some suspensions. I think, what was it, Steve Spurrier would always say? He was like, you always love playing Georgia early because you knew that somebody was going to be suspended. You know, maybe those things happen, and, you know, you're going to take whatever you can get as a Razorback fan. You're going to take whatever you can get. Um, but I don't think Arkansas should run from this. And, I, and honestly, when I was looking at the first week of games, it kind of pissed me off. Like, okay, so, I mean, I wasn't expecting to have all the rivalry games played week one, but you're telling me this is the best schedule you can for, to come out swinging. This is it. This is the best you got. This is the best you can do. So... Texas A&M favored by 37 points over Vanderbilt. Okay, well, I'm taking Vanderbilt now. Texas A&M winning by 37. But anyways, the matchup itself. You got Texas A&M and Vanderbilt. LSU and Mississippi State. Okay. Alabama and Missouri. All right. Auburn and Kentucky. Okay, maybe. Florida and Ole Miss. Nah. And South Carolina and Tennessee. Like That's the, that's the opening week of games, folks. I mean, <laughs> plan your watch parties now. Uh, you know, it's, it's football, so I'm not going to complain. I'm going to watch the games, and I'm probably going to get way too into them uh, just because it's the way it goes. But my point is, is that I was expecting the SEC to come out a little more fiery uh, with these games and a little uh, more excited because they're going to be going up against the ACC. Like, the ACC is going to be having their games around that same time. I think the Big 12, uh, they're going to be, you know, maneuvering some scheduling around too. So who knows what, you know, their schedule looks like at that point. But 
you're going to have to be competing against other conferences. And I know the SEC doesn't feel like any other conferences matter, which they don't. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just something that I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be addressed and approached in a way that it still brings the excitement and pageantry as much as possible. My fear is, too, and I know this has been a fear that a lot of people have had, is what if the season gets started and you're three or four games in and just an outbreak happens and, you know, the, the media fear porn comes in and starts pressuring a lot of these schools to shut down and shut down their uh, football programs because of a few cases. Uh, I, I'm not saying that will happen, but it's definitely a possibility. And if that does happen, though, you know, what, what's the approach? What happens? I mean, do you call the season? Do you, you know, issue a championship? I don't know. I don't know. But what I, here's what I hope, though. I hope that the SEC and these other conferences that are actually playing football, they go in with a plan in place, they take every necessary precaution they can, and they stick to their guns. They're going to have to. Because there are going to be so many people from the Big 12, or excuse me, from the Big 10 and the Pac-12 and other conferences that are going to be leaking out and trying to make the SEC and these other conferences look as bad as they humanly possibly can. They're going to be out there trying to make these conferences look like they're just dangerous and they're trying to, you know, play with the lives of students. And, like, it's 100% trying to happen. And, and so... My hope is that they just stick to their guns and all of that. And I don't see any reason why they won't. I don't think that any of them are, you know, going to approach this in a way of, you know, we're, we're kind of just one foot in, one foot out. I think that they're going to do it the right way. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. That's what I have faith in. And that's what I think that the SEC, like this is one of the times like I am so happy that Arkansas is a part of the SEC. And I am so happy that they're not a part of any other conference, especially like with all the problems that the Big Ten was having with Kevin Warren, like coming out and saying that he pretty much was like, ah, yeah, well, you know, we had a vote and, uh, you know, this is what we all felt was best. And then some of the ADs are like, news to me, don't know of any vote of that sort. Like what vote are we talking about? Like, it looks like a complete and total mess, a dumpster fire up there in the Big Ten. The Pac-12 has been so irrelevant in some, in as far as the major sports go. Like, they're not, even, they're not even a thought, so just, like, set them aside. The big dogs are the three conferences that are still going forward, like the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12. Those are the conferences that are going to win out. And I'm telling you, folks, right now, that if these three conferences play a full football season with no major issues, that's key, no major issues, that it ends up being successful, you have a champion, you have all this stuff. If all of that works out perfectly, like we're all hoping it does, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are going to look like the biggest morons to ever live. And it's essentially going to be a death penalty for every one of those schools in those conferences. Not having one year of college football while a lot of the other major conferences and major college football programs do is going to be so incredibly detrimental to those programs that I don't know how long it's going to take for them to bounce back. Some of them will, of course. Like Ohio State will be fine, like those big-time programs. But you know, what about some of these smaller programs that are trying to you know, make a name for themselves? What about the Purdue's of the world? You know, what about uh, a place like Wisconsin? What about a place you know, in the Pac-12 dealing with like UCLA or Oregon State or Washington? Like, they're going to get left behind. 
Like the SEC and the ACC have already been so dominant when it comes to college football as it is. Now you're adding in the mix of like, okay, not only have you been winning all the titles, but now all the teams that you've normally played are not even going to play this year. Like they're not even going to be in the games. They're just going to be sitting out watching you play the games, watching you hoist those trophies, watching you out-recruit them completely and totally. Like it's going to end up being something truly remarkable and something I actually can't wait to see what happens because, you know, I'm all about the show. I want Razorback football to be played. I think we all want Razorback football to be played. But I also want chaos. And chaos in the respect of as long as we get what we want here, the rest of y'all can, you know, go kick rocks. Have absolute and total insanity happen up there. Like, that is what I'm for, and that's what I'm all about. And I'm hoping that that's what we get. It's just true and utter chaos where Big Ten starts having some major problems in the leadership roles, maybe some conferences trying to leave or some teams trying to leave from the conference. Uh, and the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 are just, you know, flipping double birds as they're, you know, drowning in money and, like, you know, Greg Sankey taking, taking a bath in gold coins. Like, that's what I'm just – I'm just hoping all that happens. So, anyways, uh, I'm excited, though. I'm excited that we're finally getting closer and closer. The schedule is going to be released here in just a few minutes officially, and uh, we'll, we'll have to break it down on the next podcast that we'll get into. But if there's any comments or questions that any of you have – Please do so now. Uh, I know that I've just been doing a lot of talking and looking at a few comments here and there. But uh, if there's anything that you have, just uh, just let me know. Here, here I am. Here I'll be. And uh, we will call it good from there. So just uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll wait a few minutes. You know, I'm sure you guys got some good ones stirring up. So just let me know. Also, uh, does anybody else miss Lucky Luke's? Anybody? I miss Lucky Luke's. Wednesday nights, man. Those 50 cent wings, five dollar pitchers. It was just, those were the days. Those were the days. Hmm. Anyways, looks like uh, guys are good to go. Anyways, all right, so that's it. Uh, we, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to do more of these once, especially once football season goes. Um, win loss prediction. Uh, I gotta see the schedule first. You know, I, I want to be optimistic and say three and seven. Uh, it's kind of gonna be like this, like. My optimistic view is three and seven. My realistic view is two and eight. And my negative view is one and nine. I can't do 0 and 10. I can't. None of us can. None of us want to. So I'm, I'm not even going to get into that. But once the full schedule comes out and we can kind of see where bye weeks are at and when they play opponents and when they play those opponents after other opponents, like, that's when I'll be all about it. And I'll be able to put together a prediction. So, which, you know, we'll probably have on the next podcast that we'll do in the periscope so uh but yeah i feel i feel good about it i feel good about it anyways um anything else that i need to discuss i don't know been kind of uh it's been kind of crazy here and uh you know trying to make it work to the best of my ability i don't i don't know man it's wild times out there it's wild times but at least we're getting closer we're getting closer to college football getting closer to the football season starting and we are going to Make it happen, but that's my ability, at least. So, anyways, folks, as always, appreciate all of you watching. Uh, be sure to listen to Out of Bounds every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz, 1037thebuzz.com. Download that app. It's a great app, and, uh, you know, we're going to be really 
getting after it hard tomorrow, talking about the schedule and how Arkansas probably once again got screwed again. But anyways, y'all have a great night. Thanks for watching. I'll try to keep you updated, and be sure to follow me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.